This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. A little styrofoam cup to a bucket to a barrel uh, to increase into greater measures with the Lord. And when we're faithful at this measure, uh, you know, uh, he, will, uh, he will promote you. When you pass some tests, you know to be promoted, you have to pass some tests. And the big test is just being faithful with where you're at, at the measure that you're at with the word uh, that you've heard. You know, a lot of times we'll, we'll go back to God like, uh, like Balaam, you know. The temptation was for maybe God will change his mind. See? And, and the, uh, uh, the temptation there, and he was destroyed because of that. You understand this? When Moses and them went in, uh, the, he was, uh, not Moses, but when Joshua and them went in, uh, you know, Balaam got killed. Are you listening? Because uh, he was a sorcerer. God was just, he, he, he was used to uh, seeking other spirits beside the Spirit of God. But in this case, they hired him to put a curse on the people of God, Balak did. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, he said, no, the Lord said, you know, under no circumstances and you're going to curse this people. And he said, well, uh, you know, Balak said, well, we didn't offer him enough money. Go offer him some more money. He goes, well... You know, I know what the Lord said the first time, but I'll go ask him again. You don't need to ask him again. The Lord ain't going to change his mind. Under no circumstances are the people of God going to be cursed for no amount of money, no amount of bribery. And he got in some trouble where that was concerned. Isn't that right? Balaam. And ultimately, he wound up destroyed. See, you can't live halfway in between. You've got to get all the way in. You can't dabble in the things of God and the things of the devil. You'll wind up with the devil. Because the compromise, what you compromise to keep, you'll eventually lose. Ain't none of this in my notes, but anyhow. Amen. All right. Uh, God is, it, he wants us to live, though, in, uh, in fullness. Whatever measure you're at, God wants us to be filled, to be filled, to live in the fullness of whatever measure you're at. And when you feel that begins to overflow, God's going to get a bigger bucket for you. God's going to promote you into a larger or greater measure. That's the hope that we have in him. You're not going to stay like a, God's not done blessing you yet. He, he's not through blessing you in 2022. It ain't all over yet. What's God spoke to you that you haven't seen happened yet? But see, we're about, there's about to be a release here just shortly. We're praying for it. And I'm telling you, God is, is releasing it. Amen. I said there's going to be a, there's a breaking anointing in this place today. You don't have to holler and spit and run and shout. Are you listening? But, you know, just the same way as the sun broke through the clouds, the overcast, the overcastness of yesterday, eventually the, the sun poked a hole in it. Are you listening? The clouds moved out of the way, and here comes the sunshine. Light comes, greater light. I'm believing for that today. Revelation, a transformation. I believe God's going to break you out of the mold of the old and break you, are you listening, and give you some glimpses of glory, the rest of his story for your life. 
and that God's going to just send some lightning bolts, you know, that, that illuminate the darkness, illuminate your understanding. You'll get just some flashes even, a glimpse though, flashes of the future, glimpses of glory, of the new you and the new thing that God has for you. God is a God of the new. All right, he's a God of the new. He said, when you, be, you are a new creation. Well, God's not through doing new where you're concerned. God's got new for you. It's not going to be a continuation of the old. Oh, hallelujah. Somebody needs to... Uh, you know, we, we come to church, we need to already be awake. We, we need to be alert. We need to have an anticipation and an expectancy. Hope is an expectation of. Not what we have. We don't need to have an expectation of what we have. We have the old. It's known. We we already know all about that. You may already know about Pope. May already know about sick. May already know about being pushed back, pushed down, held, held up. Are you listening? But we hope for what we don't possess yet. Everybody say yet. That's a powerful word. Y-E-T. Yet. You can add that on a lot of the, a lot of declarations, a lot of questions. Well, it hasn't happened, brother. Yet. Well, I don't know how. Yet. Well, I can't see it. Yet. Boy, there's one song they did up here to the, uh, the dance team. It says, you just haven't seen it. Say it with me. Yet. I'll tell you, mm, I'm going to take some from Pastor Sandy. I'm telling you. She doesn't say it like that. She has proper grammar, you know. Hallelujah. Uh, I don't mind saying ain't and nope and yup. <laughs> Amen. <clears throat> well, I'm not going to listen to somebody that just seems so uneducated. Aren't you glad that it says that when they called the apostles on the carpet that day, it says first thing that they noticed was they, they were ignorant men. These boys ain't been to school. But they took note that they had been with Jesus. Why? Because when you're with Jesus, even your nope and your yup and your, you know, I reckon, all that kind of stuff, your ain'ts, it's got something on it. When you've been with him, are you hearing? Are you listening? That made an impact. They go, these are not learned boys. These aren't school boys. But they've been with Jesus. How'd they know that? Because Peter said, I don't have no silver and gold. But what I do have, I have the name of Jesus. And in the name of Jesus... Oh, there's some things that you may not have in the physical that you can't be done, can't be bought, can't be fixed, can't be remedied in the natural, but by the power of the name of Jesus. Look at your neighbor and say, I got the name. I'm in the name. I am named and called by His name. I belong to Jesus. Such as I do have. There's no other name by whereby men may be saved. We've been in some situations where we just called the name of Jesus. And we were saved by that name. Oh, just the name. 
Because when you said the name, my God, I'll tell you, as a breaking through coming right now, when you declare the name, when you say the name, when you stand in front of the Almighty God of the of all of creation and all of eternity, just have one word. You don't need to say, but, 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 but I. All you need to say is, he said, what do you have to say? Jesus! All my hope and all my righteousness. One name, Jesus. I'm with him. And don't you want to know that he'll look at you and you don't want him to say, now I never knew you. I didn't know you. Didn't we do all this in your name? He said, no, I never knew you. You want him to be able to say, oh yeah, that one, they're mine. That one belongs to me. That one trusts in me. Oh, come on now. God is the source of all. Fill you up with joy. Everybody say joy. Oh, we're moving into it. Next year is going to be a year filled with joy. The expectancy of hope will fill you with joy. The first work of hope is to bring joy. What is joy? That ain't always going to be this way because I see something beyond. The Bible says Jesus suffered what he suffered on the cross for the joy that was out in front of him. There was joy that was set before him. So he endured what he had to endure. He went through what he had to go through. Say, I'm just going through. Look at your neighbor and say, you look like hell because you're going through hell. Don't stop. That woke you up, didn't it? And then, you know, Pastor gone to cussing again. Well, you heard worse than that. Where have you been? Hell is a Bible word. Are you listening? <laughs> anyway, and we're not glad anybody's going there. It's a shame for anybody to go to hell. It grieves the heart of God. He takes no pleasure in the destruction, the death, the separation of man from himself forever. That's all hell is. Are you listening? Separated from God forever. Separated, see? Well, there's no need to when the cross has allowed us to come across and be, and be reconciled to God. Thank God for the hope that's set in front of us. There's a joy that should be set in front of you. If you don't got no joy, you're probably not, you're probably not operating in hope. God's not, you're not letting God be the source of your hope. Because if he's the source of your hope, it's a living thing. I'm not living for how it's been. I'm not living in the past. I'm not living in the old mold. I'm not living in the present even to the degree that this is all that there is and all it's, and how it's always going to be. There's a joy set out in front of me. I've been promised liberty by the Holy Ghost, freedom by knowing the words that God says, knowing the truth. There's a freedom. Jesus is going to set me free. I was not created to live under the bondage of a pharaoh in Egypt. I was not created to live under the thumb of the one that wants to destroy I was not made for where I'm at right now. There's more for me. And God began to put a joy out in front of you. Just a little glimpse that things could be better. Oh, you could live better. You could have better. You could be better. You could do better. Something greater than right now. Quit looking at the plastic spoons in your, you know, in your junk drawer. Are you listening? Hallelujah. 
I mean, sometimes you just got to get yourself up and set yourself up and go look at the fine china down at the jewelry store and say, someday, <laughs> hallelujah, I don't know if somebody's going to die and give it to me. I don't want to wish nobody dying, but I don't know how it's going to come. I'm not going to rob it and steal. God's going to get it for me. Amen. But I'm done with the plastic spoons and the old margarine bowls. I don't have to eat a... Eat a, I have to drink out of the old pickle jar. I'm going to get some new glasses. Amen. There's, there's a joy when, when, you start, when you start believing that there's something better for you. Because there is something better for you. Because there's someone greater who is for you. Amen. Source of all hope. Look to God. Don't look to the devil. Don't look to the word. Don't look to somebody to fulfill your, your uh, uh, to be all your happiness. Look to God. Look to God. He's got a bigger and a greater picture from the scripture for you. You go run through this thing and all of a sudden, you know, you'll hear a story out of the, out of the, uh, the family album and God will say, just like I did for David, I'm going to do for you. Just like I did with Solomon, I'm going to do for you. Just like I did with Isaac and Isaiah. Just like I did with Peter, James and John. Just like I did with Paul, I'm going to do this for you. And boy, he puts a, an expectancy in there. Well, if he ever did it for anyone, I'm a one. If he ever did it for somebody, I am a somebody with God. If nobody else wants it, I'm going to get what God has for me. I came to get me something today. It's not no ordinary day. You know, if you look to me, you will limit God. If I look to you, you I will be limiting God. We're looking to the Holy Ghost who's working in this house right now, who's breaking through, he's breaking you out of the old, who's breaking through in your thinking, your stinking thinking. You know we can have some stinking thinking. Isn't that right? You ever been in a place and all of a sudden, whoo, what's that smell? That's death. That's dying stuff. That's complaining. That's whining. Oh, don't gone to meddling again now. You know, it's all right. You know, I, I believe the Lord will mess you up. Good time. Amen. Because you need to some messing up because you're so messed up. Amen. The complaining, the whining, uh, you know, the depression, the negativity. Woo, that stinks in front of God. That's flesh. That's human. That's that's. That's operating in your humanness. You're more than meets the eye. God live on the inside of you. The greater one is inside of you. And if you quit tamping him down, not giving him nothing to work with, I mean the Holy Ghost will rise up. God is here to raise you up. I mean he raised you to new life. In Jesus, you've been raised out of the grave of the death clothes of all of that that has been before. Everything they said about you, they lied on you. Everything they told you was true about you. It's not the truth about you. Every picture they painted of you, or Ulysses said, you're not, you can't, you won't, you don't deserve that. God! God, God has said yes and amen to your life. God raised you up out of that death trap, out of that rut, out of that grave. The resurrection of Jesus is the hope of everybody. Hope of a new life. There's a joy should be set before you. Amen. 
Hey, the devil said, I'm going to kill you. And you feel like you're dying. You feel like you're, you know, the grave is closing in. I mean, sometimes you just need to wet your little old lips and whistle and say, oh, hallelujah. I mean, if I'm a greasy spot, you know, on this earth, uh, tomorrow, heaven's my home. I mean, heaven is my home. God is my help. It don't matter what, you know, to live to live is wonderful, but to die for me is gain. All you did was help me home, my real home. Oh, come on now. Now, don't plan on dying. You don't, you know, we plan on living, don't we? But, you know, you should have a plan if you die. Huh? I mean, even little children. Now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. If I should die before I wake, I pray the Lord my soul to take. Well, you know, give him your soul beforehand. You won't have to pray that over and over. <laughs> Amen. Lord, I thank you tonight when I go to sleep. If I wake up in heaven, glory to God, it's even better. Amen. <laughs> well, two or three of you are happy. It's all right. I've done. I've been drinking the hard stuff. Yeah. Say, pastor's been sipping and dipping, ain't he? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Amen. Don't be drunk with wine. Why you fool around with the light stuff? Why are you messing with why are you messing with the stuff that you gotta pay good money for? See, this has been paid for already. I mean, you know. Hallelujah. You get full of the Holy Ghost. What was the first thing they said? You know, when you're full of joy and you're you're full of peace. They said these these people but drunk and it ain't even nine o'clock in the morning, they're already drunk. Honey, if I, you know, you get up with me about 4 o'clock in the morning, I'm, I, am, I am lit from the night before. I don't intend for it to ever wear off. I don't have hangovers, honey. I have hang in there. Just stay with it. Amen. Now, don't get all worked up about, you know, you're drinking. We all drink. <laughs> we just drink different stuff. Amen. <laughs> you sweep off your own front porch, I'll tend to mine. Glory be to God. You know, we live down here where, where everybody, most, most generations past, had their own still. I got mine. I'm still thirsty. Still high on the new wine. Still, I got to have the good stuff. Give me, I can't go to no place where they're still dabbling around with 8%. Just old fermented water. I, I I got to have the 200 proof. I mean the stuff you can put a match on top of and go. <laughs> Amen. Can I read some more of this scripture? We ain't even got to the good stuff yet. Glory be to God. I'll just have to give you my notes. You can do the homework for yourself. Oh, we're happy today. He says, so that you're believing lives. Filled with the life-giving energy of the Holy Spirit will brim over with hope. We're supposed to be full of the life-giving power of the Holy Ghost. What? And it will result in the overflowing of hope. Keep your hope bucket full. Keep your expectancy full. Don't, don't talk about her like she is. How's the missus? Oh, well. You say, oh, she's well. Never been better. She's good to me every day of my life. She's a Proverbs 31 woman. 
Well, you know good and well I'd be lying. No, you're not. You're telling the truth on her. That's the new creation. She'll do me good and not evil all the days of her life. She gets up early. I mean, she does business. She's just, I mean, awake, alert, and alive. Instead of you calling her all the stuff you call her. I've tried to help you. Amen. I've been guilty. You know, people say, how's the church? I'll go, well, you know, it's church. The Lord corrected me. He said, you need to say, oh, no, it's growing. It's increasing. The people of God. I mean, it's being filled up with the hungry and the thirsty and the real. Amen. The remnants find its way home. Never been better. Jesus is building his church. Amen. And we bless the church, the people of God. Bless your woman. Bless your man. Well, I'm preaching real good today. I know it's getting close to home. It's all right, but sometimes you've got to dig a little hole, move a little dirt. Every once in a while you get a rock and have to take a crowbar and crow it around just a little bit. Sometimes you hit the old hard pan. We'll pour some water in there. Amen. Loosen it up a little bit. Look at your neighbor and say, you look like you're getting a little bit loose. <laughs> well, what you loosen on the earth will be loosed in heaven. Amen. We need to, we need to get some things loosened up. Isn't that right? Are you here? Yeah, do you realize that you're having what you say? So if you're talking all that negative trash and you're saying bad and ugly things about people, things, and all that kind of stuff, that, that's what you have. Well, I don't see how I can... Uh, I have no hope for anything different because this is how it is. This is how it's always been. What are we talking about here? A different picture from the Scripture. We're talking about God giving you an expectation and painting. You know, a joy set in front of you. Amen. Are you listening? Man, I'll tell you, I can see Sandy right now. You know, come my birthday, here comes Sandy. Amen. Got a surprise for me. Just, you know, something I've always wanted. She's going to, like, get me a beekeeping suit or something for my birthday. You know what I'm saying? Amen. Pastor, you want a beekeeping suit? Shh, it's a surprise. You'll ruin her, her ability to surprise me with the beekeeping suit. I didn't know you as a beekeeper. I'm not, but I see myself there. Well, what's in your heart? What's God put it? What's an expectation in, in, in your heart? Mine might seem silly to you, but yours might seem silly to me. But nothing's silly in front of God. Well, have you ever kept a bee? Well, no, but I've been stung a time or two. I've had some honey. I, I hear it might be a good thing to help the, uh, the ecology and the, uh, and the ecosystem and the economy. It's all good. Everybody say, it's all good. Just do what you want to do, preacher. You should have said that too, but it's okay. I'm going to do what I want to do anyhow. With it. <laughs> it ain't up to you. It's up to my faith with God. You know, I, I declare that over you. God, put yourself, inject yourself, set some joys out in front of this people. We're going to be a people who are glad in it. I'm glad I'm in it. Because see, listen, I, I don't have it yet, but I'm in the process. And I'm making progress on the inside. There's something greater than what's on the outside. I'm working from a picture and from a framework that maybe nobody else can see. They don't see me there yet, but I 
but God sees me that way. And I, I, have, a, I, I have an expectation that God's painting uh, in my heart. I, I'm an open book. I'm a new canvas for Him to work with. That's part of the new me. Oh, you ought to have something new. You ought to do something you ain't never done before. You ought to have something that when you were a little kid, that it, you didn't know that, you know, it cost money. You just dreamed it anyway. You, you just thought it anyway. You just expected and want to be that, want to do that, want to have that anyway. Are you listening? Because you believed all things were possible. People hadn't lied to you and told you, oh, well, now you'll calm down, see. You know, never mind following your dream. Do something that they'll pay you money for and serve money all your life. You know, well, put off your life till you're, till you're old and you, you can't really enjoy it, you know, and all of that. Uh, you, you know what I'm saying? Man, go for it now. Do it now. Be it now. Go after it right now. There's been no better time than right now. Well, I hear people say I'm too old. What? You 120? You got breath in your body? Well, I got all my funeral plans. That's good to be a planner. Are you listening? But you know, uh, take that off the corner of your desk. Stick it down in the drawer of the file cabinet. Put a sticky note on it and say, this is for after I'm gone. But while I'm here, leave it alone. Isn't that right? Well, let's go out to the grave plot, and I'll show you where you're going to plant me. Honey, I ain't the first trip I go to where they're going to take me. It'll be the first time I'm ever there. What's your plans? You know, listen. <laughs> What's your plans at your death? Oh, I'm sure you'll have a good time. Don't cry for me. Are you listening? I'll tell you, when, you know, when I... When I, when I take off this body, if the Lord tarries and takes me home before that, you know, burn the rascal up, take my ashes down, throw them all over that farm. Do whatever you want with them. God will put them back together again. I'm gone. I'm, I'm you know, <laughs> whoo, I'm walking something else. Isn't that right? Hallelujah. I got a vision for my life. How about you? It goes beyond time. It goes all the way into eternity. Amen. And it's good stuff. Oh, I don't. That's morbid to talk about dying. Is it? Is it? You turn on the TV, they remind you every day how many people died from COVID, how many people die from cancer, how many people die this, this is dying, that's dying. Is it? Death all around us. We live in the middle of death. But we've been raised from the death. Amen. We've been raised from the The Bible says here, you know, in the natural, you, uh, you, you know, if you don't accept Jesus, when you accept Jesus, you just die once, just your body. Amen. But if you don't accept Jesus, you're going to die twice. You're going to die in your natural body, and you're going to die separated forever uh, from the eternal presence of a God that loves you, a God that's done everything to get you. Amen. We have an eternal hope. He's not just the source of hope in this life. The Bible says if we're people that only have hope in this life, then we're miserable. That explains a lot of the church today, doesn't it? Don't even have any hope or something better in this life. When Jesus said, pray every day, as above, so below. Oh, no, wait, wait a minute now. Wait a minute now, I'm postponing my happiness till I get to heaven. Had it ever occurred to you, how's that working for you? Has it ever occurred to you that, you know, that maybe God wanted it to be as you would imagine it there, that it would be here? 
Amen. That you could be happy now. That you could have God's presence now. That you could enjoy and, ex and the experience should be an enjoyable one of walking with the Lord. The God of all hope. How could you be in the presence of the God who, who is the source of all hope? Who is, who is overflowing with, with joy when we're in his presence. We're, we're joyful. We're being filled with joy because he's just in his presence, his fullness of joy. Have you, have, you ever, have you ever purposely just bumped God's bucket just a little bit? Hey, God. Hey, God. You just want to hang out? What you want? I don't want nothing. I just want to be with you. Oh, you just want to be with me. You don't want me to do nothing for you. You've done everything. you got it all taken care of. You know, it's going to be a good day because, you know, we're going to be together. Oh, don't you know that brings, that's bumping God's bucket. That makes him happy. And, you know, if you're with the one who's happy, it's hard to be unhappy with people that are happy. Isn't that right? That's why some of you don't like me right now. I'm interrupting your... I'm interrupting your regular scheduled unhappy moments here. Right here at the first of the week, I've got good news for you. Great news for you, in fact. You don't have to be unhappy no more. You're not poor no more. You're not sick no more. You're not, you don't have to be unhappy anymore. Well, you don't know what they've done to me. Yeah, and don't tell me. Well, I need to tell someone. You've been telling someone, anyone, that would listen for the last 15 years what they've done, done to you. And, you know, the sad thing is they're still doing it to you. Every time you tell what they've done, done to you. Don't you, wouldn't you rather have Jesus undo what the devil's done? <laughs> well, you know, well, you don't know how that makes me feel. I'm sure that you're going to tell me in a moment how bad and unhappy that that does make you feel. But it's like the question is, are you tired of feeling like that? Amen. Why give the devil any place and space anymore in your life? Forgive. Oh, well, there you go with that forgiveness stuff now. I tell you right now. Well, that's the starting place of salvation. Salvation is the forgiveness of God that I believe that all is forgiven. And if I believe that all is forgiven for myself, then I have to allow, are you listening, that same forgiveness that I've been forgiven with to flow to those that need forgiveness. And probably they've forgotten all about it. Doesn't bother them a bit. I know, and that's what bothers me. Well, did you know it? You can get free from that because you can just simply choose to forgive and to forget. And if the devil keeps prodding you with it, you know, I, I, we've had we have we. You have to learn how to operate in this, how it functions, how it works. You know, uh, uh. You know, one of the biggest things for me, I remember, you know, some things that happened uh, uh, in our family, you know, uh, and uh, in the situation. And there's nothing, there's nothing that get closer to you and affect you as a man, a father, uh, when, 
when the devil attacks your family. Isn't that right? But you got to be careful in that, that you don't get over into the flesh and, and take an offense. Are you listening? And if you take that offense, see, you hold it and you keep the devil working. He has access through unforgiveness. You'll be turned over to the tormentors. You'll pay to the uttermost penny. You'll pay to the last drop, the last breath. Be tormented by that. How you get free from it is you forgive. And how do you forgive? I'll tell you, you know, the Lord said, pray for those that despitefully use you. <laughs> what? I've been praying. Kill them, God. <laughs> and if you don't, I will. You think I'm kidding? Oh, it don't take too long. Are you listening? You get over on the edge of how you used to be. You know good and well. You hurt them. What hurt you? It's a normal, natural reaction. You hurt me, I'm going to hurt you back. Hurt me once, shame on me. Hurt me twice. That's not a scripture, you know. <laughs> That's not a scripture. Amen? Forgive. Well, you know, I said, I said, I, I've been praying to the Lord. I said, well, I'm not going to answer that prayer. I'm not going to answer a prayer you tell me kill people. Am I helping anybody here today? I mean, if you have nobody, you know, don't, don't shake your head too much because you'll let, you know, uh, you'll let other people know. But anyhow, just let me, you know, let, let me have true confession today. And you can say, yeah, privately, yeah, Lord, I know how I feel. I don't want anybody else to know I'd like to kill them. But anyhow. <laughs> well, if you're not going to answer that prayer, what will you what will you answer? So I searched the scripture. Could you just hurt them a little? <laughs> well, you know, could maybe just bring a little fire down on them, heat them up a little bit. You don't have to melt them, just, you know, singe their hair or something. Let them know not to mess with me. I'm a man of God. I belong to God. <laughs> He said, well, you know, and I'll tell you, I searched the scriptures because, you know, you need a picture from the scripture. And uh, have you ever searched the scripture, the answer? He said, I'll tell you that woman you've given me, I'm going to find in the Bible right here. I'll tell you right now. It, it says right here. Uh, well, wait a minute. I lost my place. I can't remember. Where is my Bible anyway? I remember I saw it last month somewhere. Wasn't it laying right over there? <laughs> what's that Mary Poppins song just a little bit of something helps the medicine go down a little bit of what there you go you know the song now the Lord says you pray my kingdom come and that my will would be done as above, so below in their life. I thought, and, and you know, when you're jacked up, you're jacked up, aren't you? You know, when you're bitter, you're bitter. When the Lord pu pushes on the toothpaste tube, if it's rotten, it's still rotten, ain't it? And I said, well, they ain't going to do nothing with it. They're heathen dogs, you understand? They're full of demons. Like you're going to tell God something. <laughs> 
They don't care nothing about the kingdom. If they did, they wouldn't be doing this to me. Pray your kingdom come. He said, I didn't say you're responsible for what they do with it. But you're responsible to pray that my kingdom would come. And that my will would be done in their life. And you know, that was the only prayer I could pray in English. Some of you are so against praying in other tongues. You know what other tongues is? When your doggone mind will not obey you, your spirit will do what's right. You can pray the perfect will of God beyond your feelings, beyond your, you know, your understandings, beyond all that. So the only way I touched it in the natural was I prayed, your kingdom come, your will be done. Then I'd have to kick her over into high gear. I'd have to get over into the 200 proof stuff. I'd have to show la basata ha la basata nanika le vesito. Ranakahia. Ravasatotori. Until. Well, see, you're not done. You have to pray through your own ugly. La basata ta ba la bahata. You know how they are, God. If I had my way, I'd say right now, burn them, smoke them. Let hellfire and brimstone be fall down upon them. Heathen dog, perverse. No, that's not, no, no. But you know, you can pray, you can pray ugly, and you know, you can pray through ugly. I'm preaching real good today. <laughs> Sometimes you have to pray through your ugly. Into God's lovely. Amen. And you know, after a while, uh, see, the love of God starts to come up in you. God turns love, turns hatred into love. God turns that ugly into lovely. And pretty soon, you know, uh, joy. You're being filled with joy. You're being filled with joy. Oh, it, 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 it ain't sticking to me anymore. It ain't on me no more. Because every time it tried to get on me, your kingdom come, your will be done. I don't believe they're going to do anything with it, but you know, far be from me, shall my unbelief cancel the belief of God. No. <laughs> this is real practical. It's certainly spiritual, but it's real practical. That's how you get free. And you stay free. And you get that stuff off on you. And you get free from them. Amen. And, it's a, and, and the first joy I had was like, take that devil. You're going to lose a good one right there now. You done pushed it too far. Now I'm praying for them. Now the Holy Ghost is going to get on them. Now the kingdom's coming. Now the will of God's being done. Now God's at work. It's out of my hands anymore. God's on the job. God's on the situation. God's working on me, but he's working on them. And you know, fool, he's working on you too. You best get gone. The first one you're going to get gone from is me and my mind and my emotions and my... Are you listening? You're not going to take, steal my joy. You're not going to keep me out of the presence of God. Amen. Because everything you go up and have you wondered how, well, I just can't feel God no more. Well, quit going up there and saying, so-and-so, you know, you need to do something with so-and-so. God says, what? How many fingers are pointing back at you? You got one point towards them, but how many are pointing back at you? Let's, talk, let's do something with, with who you can control and you do have a choice over. Let, let's do something about you. Amen. 
Well, that woman, well, you're the man. Quit blaming God and blaming her. Take some responsibility for yourself. That woman that you gave me. Well, if you believe I gave her to you, then you ought to do right by her. Love her like I love the church. No. Well, it's hopeless. No, it's not. Are you listening? You should have seen Sandy uh, before Jesus got a hold of her. And look at you now. Amen. That's one of the scriptures in here. Y'all, y'all about had enough. He says, Jesus said, just look at you now. Amen. Well, with God, God sees the end from the beginning. God don't see all that stuff. He knows what you're going to go through. He knows all the junk that it's going to have to get rid of. He knows that you're going to have to take off that old man. Isn't that right? Some of you are still wearing bell bottoms and, 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 you know, you're living in the past. I mean, you put that stuff on every day trying to, you know, be hip and be cool. It doesn't matter what come around, go around. Unforgiveness is still unforgiveness. Old flesh is still flesh. I don't care how you dress it up. I don't care if it is in vogue. I don't care if the government's fighting with everybody. I don't care if the races were fighting with everybody. I don't care if the economy's going in the toilet and all that. That does not give us an excuse not to look to God as the source of our hope. Are you listening? And to treat one another right and to do right and to believe God. You can't dress that stuff up. Are you listening to say, well, it's in fashion now. See, I can believe this way because they did this. They're doing that. They've always done this. They've always done that. Every, men, people are people. The devil is the devil. Are you listening? Evil men get worse and worse, and the devil's just, you know, an old light bulb blinking on and off and about to get shot out and put out forever. Now, he disguises himself as an angel of light. Are you listening? And you, and you need to know the difference. I don't care what they call it. Are you hearing? It's just old demons found new people to live in. That's all. But it's still the devil. And it's still the same trick to get you over into strife. Watch the TV. Striving with the news. Striving with the government. Striving with the what's going on. Stop. Turn it off. Turn the good news on. Look at something different. Well, it ain't a pretty picture. Stop looking at that picture. Get a different image. Get a picture from the Scripture. Amen? Is this too strong for you? Well, I'm trying to help you get out of that hopelessness. How does that make you feel when you feed on all that foolishness? Drains all the energy, all the life right out of you. Isn't that right? You know, uh, you know, even there's been things that have happened in this church, you know, during COVID and the race stuff and all that kind of stuff. Ain't even really worth mentioning except that, you know, I can't dwell on all that stuff. I, I can't feed on that foolishness. I can't, I can't, you know, I, listen, uh, you know, don't, don't worry about the people that reject you. Don't take it personally. If they reject Jesus, they reject you. Amen. Are you listening? And most of the time, you know, I'm pastoring the church. It's, it's, you know, they make it about me, but it ain't really about me. It's about Jesus. 
Amen. I'm doing the best I can. I'm a flawed vessel, you know, just a crack pot. But, you know, uh, and, and I'll tell you, you know, you, I, you can see my scars. They're all on the... Uh, they're all on the outside. Are you listening? But you know, thank God for super glue. Thank God for liquid nails. Thank God that, you know, I've been broke up and <laughs> crushed and smashed more times than I, I can count. But you know, the Lord will put me back together uh, better than I was before. And all that my things are just the beauty marks now. Amen. I've, I've suffered some things, but I'm settled now. See, people, people that are unsettled haven't suffered enough to the thing where they just did the will of God, uh, you know, over their will. We didn't do what we wanted to do. Amen. Aren't you glad God didn't answer those prayers? You know, like David with, uh, uh, who is that, Nabal, and it says, don't you, you know, uh, his wife intervenes. She goes, don't you know his name means fool? Now, don't play. The, fools will make you foolish. They'll, make, they'll draw you in. And she stopped him. She said, now, nah, spoke to the, new, the king that was in him and said, don't bite the bait here. See, you don't need this, this emotional feeling, you know, fault in your future that you just reacted because somebody didn't like you and insulted you. Are you listening? Doesn't matter what they say. What God say about you? What did God say? Act like that. Act like that. Amen. Hallelujah. Act like you're saved. Tell yourself, you got to act like you're saved. <laughs> say, I am saved, and I'm going to act like I'm saved. Boy, I'll tell you what now, a lot of it's just like water off a duck's back. Why? Because I got the oil of the Holy Ghost all over me. Ain't going to ruffle my feathers. It's just going to roll off. Just go roll off. Amen. Just going to let it roll off. I told you I believe that. I really sense that there was a breakthrough here today. Maybe even beyond here. It may be out there, you know. And I'll tell you, unforgiveness has kept you captive all this time. Years, decades even. And you're proud of it. First of all, we need to get you free from both of those things. Those are serious offenses. You've taken an offense and you just, I mean, you've owned it and it controls your life. Do you, do you want to be free? There are all kinds of excuses about they did this, I can't do that, that and other. You know, listen, you go read the New Testament about excuses. You can't make excuses for yourself and you ain't going to be able to make excuses for other people. It's not excuse, it's only a reason. See, and the reason, the reason if it stays in your life and it controls your life is because you chose to allow it to. It's a choice. But you can be free today because I'm telling you the truth. The Lord is the one that through a simple choice of accepting his forgiveness, see, because to have unforgiveness, we need to be even forgiven of that, to hold it, to let it find root and take and produce fruit in our life is a sin. It's missing God's mark. It's not his highest and his best for us. Don't you want God's highest and best? Isn't it time? Aren't we moving into that measure, the best for last? The best is reserved for last. Aren't you ready to reach for God's best for your life? Amen? Don't we want to live, uh, you know, listening and hearing the joyous sound? You know, the, the priest, Pastor Ron, if you'll come.
the priest in the Old Testament, the high priest would go into the Holy of Holy, the presence of God, and they tied a rope around him in case he didn't make it. <laughs> Thank God some people don't come to church because they get the presence of God, they might not make it. No. See. But I'll tell you the real presence of God, there's a there's a sense of awe. There's a respect and an honor that should come with that. Amen. Thank God for the mercy seat. Thank God that God speaks to us from the mercy. But they tie a rope around the old boy. And he'd go in there and they and uh, they had uh, uh, they had pomegranates and they, they put bell and a pomegranate bell and a pomegranate bell all around the bottom of his robe and they'd tie a rope around him. And it said uh, when he went in there once a year with the, with the special sacrifice for himself and also for the nation that he would go in there to sprinkle that blood on the mercy seat, the holy of holies. And it said, and David said, blessed are the people that know the joyful sound. The joyful sound. The fullness of joy that's found in the presence of the Lord. Because when, when, when the sacrifice was accepted, see, he, he began to dance and those bells began to jingle and there was a, they knew the joyful sound of what? Forgiveness. The freedom of forgiveness. The, the, the song of the redeemed that only the forgiven can sing. To be redeemed, we're forgiven. Amen. 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 Maybe you're ready to pray that prayer. There's no one and nothing that God cannot make brand new. Do over again. New before because when you receive the forgiveness of God who you were is gone forever you are not that person anymore you are a new creation altogether recreated in Jesus all 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 Everything is forgiven. We're washed with the cleansing blood. Though our sins were as scarlet, He makes them white as snow. Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. Aren't you glad that God forgave you because you didn't know what you were doing? But when you found out what God was doing and what Jesus did and what Jesus is still doing, forgiving. What a freedom. What a liberty. Unlocks the prison doors.
anointing of God, the anointed one in his anointing, he declared freedom to the captives, liberty to the, to the prisoners, healing for the brokenhearted. You know, until Jesus comes in, your heart is broken, it'll stay broken. It'll be broken into a million little pieces. Sin loves this song. I'll hear her it, and sometimes she sings it. Uh, just the chorus, a million little miracles. God putting you back together, putting the life that he has for you together for you, and getting you to join together with him in an agreement. So let's pray this simple prayer. Jesus, I accept your forgiveness. And I forgive as you taught me to pray. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who have trespassed against us. I thank you, Lord. Forgiveness flows in this house today. The breaking, breakthrough of forgiveness, the truth, the freedom of forgiveness flows in this house and through this house to everyone who will and who will simply put their hope in the God who is the God of all hope. All of our hope is in your forgiveness, Lord, the love that forgave us the love that forgives us and cleanses us and creates and recreates us brand new by your mercies every day, every morning, brand new, fresh, redeemed, restored in Jesus' name. Thank you for it, Master. We give you all the praise and all the glory and all of the honor in the name of Jesus. Now, if you prayed that simple prayer, you meant it from your heart. You don't have to understand all of it. All we know is that when we put our hope in Jesus and we take a step, he calls that faith. Faith becomes the substance of the things hoped for. We see from the Word, from the Scripture, that all the promises of God the promiser made promises, and all of those promises he will make good on, he will make good on them. Wonderful promise of forgiveness. You live free, absolutely free. How many of God's people, how many people that are not, don't know anything about God, walk around in the captivity of offense and bitterness and the hurt of the curse and never enjoy the freedom of forgiveness and have the joy and the peace that comes from the God who is the God of all hope. Amen. Amen. Well, if you believed it and received it for yourself, go share it with somebody. What good news it is for people to know all is forgiven. You're forgiven. There's nothing between you and God 
that the love of God that forgave cannot make up the difference, be reconciled to God. And that's the message that we have in this day. It is a real message of hope. Is there hope for you? Yes. Is there hope for your family? Absolutely. Is there hope for those that you have looked at them and said they're a hopeless case? Oh, well, there's breath still in their body. There's hope. God's at work. If you'll put prayer on it, God will put power on it. Well, until the next time, uh, we look forward to being uh, with you again. And uh, our sincere prayer is always, I pray this as a constant prayer, is that your heart would be at rest. There's so much unrest, uneasiness, unknownness in the world today, especially uh, for people that don't know God, but even for the people of God. God promised us a rest, and that's still alive and active, a living hope. Uh, for today that there is a place of rest in him where we understand how very blessed that we are and that's our prayer we bless you in the name of the lord until the next time remember this god loves you and so do we Amen. amen thanks for listening to today's podcast we hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by god's word For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.